ברשותכם, יהי נועם אדוני אלוהינו עלינו, מעשה ידינו כונן עלינו, מעשה ידינו כונננו, שבוע טוב, תדעי שיעור זדקה לעילוי נשמת ליאורה בת יצחק, בנימין בן יצחק, יהודה בן דוד, רינת מלכה בת דן, שמעון בן מישאל, יצחק בן שלמה, יעקב בן משה, משה יהושע בן יצחק, בנימין בן דוד, רחל בת יוסף, אסנת בת יהודה, אין יעקב בן בנימין, ברוך השם תניחם בגן עדן, כל הרפואה של אמיו, שמואל בן רחל, אסתר בת חנה, דן בן אסתר, יהודה בן אסתר, יוסף בן יפה, ניסן בן חנה, הרב שלמה בן שמסי, אלנה רפנה להם. ידוע מאמר רבותינו ז"ל, it's known what our חכמים said, אינו דומה מועטים העושים את המצווה למרובים העושים את המצווה. You cannot compare the a few people doing a mitzvah with many people doing a mitzvah. There's no comparison between one person or two people doing a mitzvah together versus a hundred or two hundred people doing a mitzvah together. שתתעלה מאוד, כל שיש יותר מרובים יחד. That the more people there are doing a mitzvah together, the more it grows and the more the zechut grows exponentially. It's not a, it's not a one-to-one growth. It's not to say that for every person that you add, we add one more level of zechut. But it could be that for, for every person you add, there's an exponential growth. Where did Chachamim get this from? The, they get it from the Torah. The Torah says in Parashat Bechukotai that whenever the Jewish people are following the will of Hashem, they'll be successful in all they do and will have military success. And the Torah says, V'ra'defu mikem chamisha me'ah, u'me'ah mikem irvava yirdofu. It says, five of you will be able to chase a hundred of the enemy. Right? Five to a hundred is the ratio is one to twenty. That five are going to be able to chase a hundred. And then it says, but a hundred of you are going to be able to chase 10,000. Right? Now a hundred to 10,000 is not one to 20 anymore. Right? A hundred to 10,000 is one for every hundred. Right? One is, is going to be able to chase a hundred. Well, it it's supposed to be one can chase 20. Isn't it five to a hundred? The answer is, Chachamim said snowball. that it builds. There's a snowball. The more people there are, who are doing it together, the more strength they internally have. So the strength of the group only grows stronger and stronger the more people become part of the group. And it does not just grow, uh, one person adds and you add the power of one. It could be one person adds and you add the power of two. And one, center, one more, yeah, one more person adds, right? you have the power of more. You get multiple strength and exponential strength. And uvrov am hadrat melech. Right? The more there are who are coming together to honor God, the more honor it brings to Hashem. And that's why when it comes to our prayers, when it comes to our tefillot, right? praying together as part of a minyan is a very big deal. A person, we all have an individual obligation to, to pray. In theory, a person is able to pray by themselves. You're able to say tefillah alone. But you cannot compare the tefillah of a person who's praying by himself to the tefillah b'tzibur, to a prayer of someone who is part of a minyan. It, it exponentially boosts your tefillah to be part of a minyan. Ki tefillat ha-yachid, u'vifrat bidoyat ha-mazeh, because 
the prayer, Peleoetz is a very strong statement. The prayer of a person who prays alone. You just, you just pray alone. Especially in our generation. In this generation that, you know, we're not Moshe Rabbeinu and Elisha Navi who are, who are praying alone. Orphan, the orphan generation. We're an orphan generation. It, it, it's almost like the prayer won't, won't be accepted. It's very, very difficult for the tefillah to be accepted. How come? Because of two very simple reasons. Number one, kitzarich t'naim rabim. You need you need uh, you need many conditions in order to have a good tefillah be accepted by Hashem. One is You have to have tremendous kavana in order for your tefillah. Your your heart has to be pure, and you have to be focused on the tefillah and what you're saying, and that you're standing in front of Hashem the entire time throughout your tefillah. And in this generation, it's very difficult for us to have that focus. Peleo Ed says 200 years ago. <laughs> 200 years ago. <laughs> 200 years ago, it was difficult for us to have that focus. Everybody else can uh, extrapolate till today if we have maybe more focus or less focus. And we all know that prayer without proper focus, prayer without kavana, is like a body without a soul. It's uh, it's crippled, and. On top of that, aside from the kavana, it's not only about having kavana. It's not only being focused and and feeling the intense uh, emotions in one's tefillah, but also on top of that, the the person who's praying, the man or woman who's praying, has to be clean from sin. We have our, our hands have to be clean, and our entire body has to be clean from avon in order for our tefillah to be accepted. So a person can have so much tremendous, tremendous amount of emotions, but his avonot, the sins, will block the path of his, of his tefillah to be able to make it to Hashem. So you need both of these factors. We, all of us, we, all of us, we need, number one, kavana. Number two, we need cleanliness in our actions in order for our tefillah to be accepted. And kulehai ve'ulai. And all of this, and maybe... <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Now, considering all of that, who has the guts to say that my prayer, I, I can pray by myself and my tefillah is going to be accepted before Hashem? And yes, we have one comfort. In all, in our, in our poverty, in our poverty, we have one comfort: Kihen el kabir That we know Hashem is good, and Hashem doesn't just reject our tefillot for no reason. Hashem is merciful. And even if we're not perfect, and even if our heart isn't always where it should be, and even if our actions aren't always where they should be, Hashem is merciful towards us. That's our one comfort. Our comfort is not in ourselves. Our comfort is that Hashem is good. That, and nonetheless, the man who truly desires life and is looking for the right thing, he will not pray alone. He will not say shacharit or minchar or alone unless there is no other option. Unless he's stuck in a place where he doesn't have a minyan. God, otherwise, he will make every effort at all times to make sure that he has a minyan. He plans a vacation, 
Is there a minyan that I can that I can access that I can go for shacharit for mincha arvit? How come ki How do I know how much I'm going to lose out? Number one, from my tefillah being potentially accepted, because as long as we're praying together with the tzibur, right, it gives extra strength to our tefillah that even if we don't pray with perfect kavanah, Hashem always accepts the tefillah of a community. But also, there's more that I lose out. To I lose out answering a lot of amens. We have the opportunity to answer amen to the Chazan, to the Kaddish, and to, and to the Chazarat Hashat. That the Gemara says that answering amen to Kaddish, you can cancel out bad decrees uh, if, if there are Chaz Shalom. And also, you can only say in a minyan, and Kedusha, and Naktishach, you want to answer Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. We can't say any of these prayers alone. No, Modim. Yeah, if we're stuck and we get to nowhere and we're not able to make it a minyan, okay, in that situation, I, I pray, I have no choice, I pray by myself. But otherwise... The said if you had the intention and you did all your effort yes. and it didn't work out, it yes. also could be... But outside of that, Pele says, don't trust yourself. We should not <laughs> trust ourselves uh, to be praying by ourselves. None, none of us in this orphan generation 200 years ago... <laughs> none of us have, none of us have that zikhut to be able to say, no, my tefillah is going to be accepted. We're not Yehoshua Binyun, and we're not Shemuel Anavi, and we're not Eliyahu Anavi. We should be able to have zikhut. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, however, this is not just when it comes to prayer. It's not just when it comes to tefillah that we say that your tefillah, that your mitzvot are stronger when you're with a group. Right? When you're when you're by yourself, and there's a magnifying glass on you. Right? Is your tefillah perfect? Are you perfect? Are your actions perfect? Well, when you're part of the group, there's no magnifying glass on every single person. Hashem accepts the mitzvah of the group. So it's not only when it comes to tefillah. Also when a person learns Torah. Baruch Hashem, we have the zikhud now, we're learning Torah. Torah der abim adik. Learning is part of a group. Learning is part of, the, uh, part of a shi'ur is much greater than a person just learning by themselves. Right, so for everybody who is listening on Spotify right now, right, it's a special zikhut if you can learn together with somebody else on Spotify or to be, have a group that's listening together as opposed to just one person who's learning on their own. Yes, we can. We can all learn by ourselves. We can learn on our own. But to be part of the shiur, Baruch Hashem, part of the live shiur right now, yeah, it's a different feeling. It's a different feeling to be learning together with others versus learning by ourselves. Again, May Hashem bless everybody who's learning, whether you're by yourself or whether you're part of a group. Pele Yoetz right now is saying that being part of a zikhut has its special zikhut. Ulfida'ati, now Pele Yoetz says something amazing right now. Something that's going to blow our minds. Yoter tov l'ilmod im rabim tehilot milimod yechidin negaim ve'ohalot. It's better to take the simple parts of the Torah and learn by yourself. He says to learn tehilim. 
learn Tehillim, Baruch Hashem, you have a shi, learn Tehillim, right? Uh, to learn Tehillim, but as part of a group, but with many together, is better than to learn Negaim Be'olot. Negaim Be'olot is the halachot of Tzara'at, and what type of uh, uh, blemish is considered Tzara'at, and Ohalot is, is considered the, uh, the laws of Tum'ah. And when there is uh, impurity inside of a room, and uh, how it transfers, and how it goes from place to place, there's some of the deepest and most complex parts of the Torah that usually, usually, usually it's very difficult to get a group together <laughs> to, to learn Negaim and Aolot. People who are very special and desire that knowledge of these in- intricacies and small fine details uh, of Tumah and Tahara and what's purity and impurity. So Pelayot says, you have two options. Okay, I already covered Tehillim and I already covered the basics and I want to go myself to deeper parts of the Torah, but I don't have a group. I don't have people to learn with. I can only do it by myself. That's one option. Option number two is do a review. We'll learn together even the simple parts of the Torah, but now you can learn it as part of a group. And now you're going to be able to get many people together. What's better? What's preferable? A group. Pelayot says, learn it with a group. Learn it with a group. Always learn it with a group. To learn with a group is at a higher level. David said, I'm a friend to anybody who fears God. Somebody wants to be close to Hashem? I'm in. I'm in. I joined the group. The one which is missing is not going to be able to be counted. And who's that referring to? A person whose friends are getting together to do a mitzvah. Your friends are getting together. We're doing a tzedakah together to support orphans or to support those who are poor or to go support Torah. We're opening a yeshiva. We're starting a yeshiva. We're whatever mitzvah that we're getting together to do. And a person doesn't count himself. He says, no, yeah, I'm out. And he leaves himself out. No good. You're not gonna. You you lost out on an opportunity that you can't imagine. Not only that you get your own merit and your own zikhut, but you get the zikhut of being part of the group and doing it together as part of the group. Uh, it's good for a person to chaber the whole chaburashel mitzvah. Any time you hear of a group doing any mitzvah, you hear a shiur. There's a shiur in peleyoet. That's it. I'm running. Jump to be part of the group in any any mitzvah. Make your portion part of theirs. We don't know what the reward for our mitzvot are. One day we're going to go to Olam Haba and we're going to see the same group that went to do a mitzvah. And we see the reward that Hashem gave for the number one that you got triple, quadruple reward. Number one for being yourself and number two for being part of the group. But then I chose, eh, I'm out of this one. You guys, you guys go ahead. You're going to grind your teeth and you're going to melt. How am I going to fix the fact that I chose not to jump in, that I chose not to be part of this mitzvah? And therefore, while we're still alive, and Baruch Hashem, Hashem still puts breath in our lungs, and we're, we're still breathing. We have to do our part and do our best to be part of any group that's getting together to do a mitzvah. However, I know that in my time, 200 years ago, he said there, there were groups that would get together and they would make agreements and they would take on resolutions together. 
do a mitzvah. We mekabelim alehem tnaim bechiyuv gamur, and they would take conditions upon themselves ushvuot, and they would take oaths, they would take swears together ukoach shvuot raskamot rechotmi alatan shvuot, and they would make sin, they would sign contracts that we're going to do a mitzvah together. So Peleo says, like for example, they would say, you know, we're all we're going to get a group of uh, of twenty together, and we're going to learn Torah for twelve hours a day for the next month. Or they would get a group together and they say, every single one of us we agree and we make an oath to Hashem, we're not going to say lashon hara for the for the next uh, one month, for the next two months. So th- these groups are getting together and they're trying to make a powerful statement on a mitzvah, which might be difficult to perform. So Peleo says. Be careful. You do want to be part of that group, but only do it if it's something that's practical for you to be able to fulfill. Only do it if it's practical for you to do. Because you're making oaths and you're making swears and you're making uh, agreements to be part of the thing, and then you're not going to do it. <laughs> you're going to have. <laughs> so make sure that it's something doable for you. So yes, Pele Yoet says, I know that there are many holy groups that they're trying to do great things and they're trying to motivate people to do mitzvot. But we have to open our eyes and we have to warn the people that there's a big sin if a person makes an oath a person makes a swear to do something and you don't fulfill it, that's not a joke either. So a smart person, a wise person, you think in advance. You only make a promise to fulfill something that you can actually fulfill. The first thing to yourself, is it doable? Don't just get hot. You get hot in the moment, yes, we're all going to do it together. One month we're not going to say Lashon Hara. <laughs> How do you know what you're getting yourself into? Bezrat Hashem, no, none of us should say Lashon Hara for, for, for 10 years. We shouldn't say Lashon Hara Bezrat Hashem, but it's not, it's not always so easy to avoid it 100, 100%. So, leave yourself some open space that if you get into a difficult situation, you can take it back and you can pull back. So, you shouldn't get into a problem of making. A promise that you're not able to fulfill, and then and then your group is going to be desired by Hashem, and Hashem will give you the strength to grow. And with the strength of the group, with the strength of the strength of the minyan, with the strength of learning Torah together and doing so together, our sechar zechut should always be multiplied and multiplied. Have a wonderful day. Happiest Monday.